Bienvenue, and welcome to another episode of The Worst Thing I've Ever Watched. I'm Colleen. And I'm Helen. And this is a show where we watch terrible TV, film, movies, terrible media, and then we relive it here with you for hilarity, etc., etc. This episode just so happens to be part two of a two-parter, the second half of Halloween Kills, the 12th and penultimate, love any chance to use that word, film in the Halloween series. Yes. And this one is the like action-packed film. This is the action-packed half of the film. The first half, aka like literally not even an 18th of Mm -hmm. our notes. (laughs) was part one and really just like sets up the chaos that follows which is like a lot of just like creative killing and pandemonium and people chanting evil dies tonight for like 20 minutes probably of like if you cut it all together I feel like you'd have a solid 10 to 15 minutes of just like people chanting evil dies tonight Imagine if you cut together all of the knife sounds, like the shriek uh-huh. of the knife. The, the shriek, yeah, that drives me crazy. Because I'm like, knives don't, when you pull a knife out of the knife block, it doesn't make that sound. Yeah, lots of knives in these movies. I, in the, we will also talk about Halloween Ends, which is the last one. The sewers came back. I told you about the sewers. I know, Mikey. <laughs> We were watching it and I was like, oh, he's back in the sewers again. And Mikey was like, oh, is that a thing? And I was like, didn't you listen to the part about H2O? Halloween H2O where he lives in the also, sewers. I've been thinking in my head that it was H2O this whole forever. And but it's that's H20. Not what it's, H- it's H20 because it's 20 years later. That's awful. So, but it is H- oh, I mean, it is H2O. And it is H20. Like, but it's H20. But I always, the way it looks, it looks like an like O. H2O. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you look at the, uh, the like VHS or DVD cover, it looks like H2O. H2O. Confusing. We should reach out to Jamie Lee Curtis on um, Instagram and see if she has a definitive answer for us. <laughs> Which, but she wasn't in that one though, right? She's only. No, she in- was. Okay, that was the one where she comes back. Yeah, and then the Halloween that was 2018, the first of this yeah. like three sort of like yeah, it's like H two O, and then the one with Busta Rhymes is after yes. that, which oh my is God, my that's favorite. I want to watch really bad. Yeah, I I think we should watch that one next. What a Halloween, indeed! A Halloween to watch the Halloweens. Yeah, we didn't intend on making it a full. <laughs> No, but it's kind of turning into that, and I'm okay with it. Someone in the in the third movie points out that Michael doesn't kill people with guns, which is mm-hmm. something that is very true. But like, I didn't really like recognize because yeah, that is true. people shoot him with guns, but he never really shoots people. He prefers to like mangle people, which is like a weird thing. But like, that's why there's so many knives. And a lot of creative killing, which we're kind of getting into right at the top of this episode here. Yes. Um, so where we last left off, um, we had just seen the hospital. Yes, Lori and her daughter, Karen, her daughter, 
yes, Karen and Allison at the hospital. And um, Karen was like washing the blood off her hands and like her wedding ring or whatever because her husband died in the first one of this trio, which we learn because they tell us. So we leave the hospital and we go to just a random house, which is a thing in this movie that happens a lot is like, we go from a place of action to just like a completely random place we've never been before because Michael is like wandering around to kill people. So we cut to this like old home of an old couple and the old lady has a drone that she's like flying around and they hear a noise. And so the old man goes to investigate. And of course, Michael is in the bathroom and he smashes the mirror for the yeah, drama. he just like smashes the mirror for no reason. And then he smashes the man's head into the wall and <laughs> like just does some unnecessary head swinging around and like neck snappage. You like how and I wrote then- does some violent stuff to his neck. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I was trying to like freestyle off that. I was like, I don't remember what he does, but he clearly does how something fucked up. I don't know how to explain a lot of the Michael really likes to go for the necks, and I don't know yeah. a lot of the time what he's there's a lot doing. of like him just grabbing people by the neck and like lifting them up for oh, yeah. a casual strangle, which is like I mean, unrealistic in real life. Like a person would have to be very strong to do that. Yeah, what's your hand strength, man? Are you doing those like you know those like clamp? Ex, like hand yeah, drink, like like nut crackers that but they're metal he's spending all of his he spends the rest of the year in the sewers trading his grip strength yeah he can't jerk off because his grip strength is so like high that if he jerked <laughs> off and got carried away he just like literally just jerked it right off <laughs> yes be careful yes that's why he has uh like those little baby hand why was it squeaky <laughs> because the hands are plastic or rubber that's Those what i was thinking yeah because <laughs> there's rubber involved <laughs> so he kills the old man and then the old woman sandra holds up she grabs a knife and she screams and She's standing against the door. She can't unlock their door for whatever reason to get outside. Like there is time for this woman to escape the building, but instead she grabs a knife and she stands there against the door waiting while Michael saunters over to the stove, grabs the like rod light that's in the like overhead thing over the stove, like where there's that little light built in. He grabs that and then smashes the bulb in half and goes over to the door and stabs this lady in the neck parts in the neck meat with it and then he twists it around in there that was a very unnecessary and very creative killing i do have to say it was really brutal and she still seemed alive yeah but but she was maybe lives because we see her in the third movie yeah spoiler she does live but she's, I mean, as good as dead. She can't talk and her vocal cords are like forever fucked. No, but somehow Phil is still like screaming for her. Yeah. While this is happening, which is really brutal. And then and Michael like, goes back to like finish him off basically. Yeah. And just continues just stabbing him over and over. And the knife sounds are gratuitous. 
it's like a schwing and then mixed with like the bloody like soppy crunch you know what i mean that they like to use in these kinds of movies too much man too much so now after that killing of those two innocent individuals for no reason uh we go back to the bar with all of the survivors and kyle richards is there and her bangs are there as well and they look great they have an independent life of her own uh of their own yeah yes anyway lonnie calls his son and um this is where we learn that uh his son is the kid from the beginning cameron and lonnie alerts the others that uh that Michael is around and still killing. Mm-hmm. And so there's a random cop. He's like the head of police, I believe, or the chief detective or something. Yeah, he's the, the black cop, right? In the big cowboy yes. hat. But they we never get a name for him. And he's just always wearing a black cowboy hat. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's like the sheriff or whatever. <laughs> and he goes, motherfucker! Yeah. <laughs> and like slams his fist on the hood of a car um and then now we have oh yeah still at the bar the young couple from before they're like a doctor and a nurse nurse. Mm -hmm. um they're watching the news footage at the bar and they're noticing that a lot of the killing is happening on their street right the murder the lady who had the light shift through her neck and her husband who's shouting for her help was his name philip I think so. Yes. Uh, Philip and Sandra. They are neighbors of the nurse and the doctor who dressed up as a doctor and a nurse. And so they're like, we got to go. We got to get home right now. And so they like run outside and she like runs to go get the car and she gets in the front seat to turn the car on. And classic horror movie, always check the back seat, you dumb dumbs. She gets in the car and then she realizes he's in the back seat and she gets out and she runs and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then they all run outside and Tommy grabs the baseball bat, which is called Old Huckleberry. Is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. There's like a plot line about how the bartender who like can barely speak a coherent sentence of English, how his dad <laughs> like fought and lost against Michael and he has a baseball bat that's called like oh. old Huckleberry or like old reliable. And so Tommy's yeah. like, I'm going to get him with this bat for your old man. I vaguely remember that now. Um, they run outside to get Michael and he's in the car and then they all stand there and they're like, we're going to get you, Michael. And he plays Figaro, 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 really yeah, loudly. And they're like, we're going to get you. Yeah. And then he drives off and immediately crashes the car into a telephone pole, like not even like 20 feet away. <laughs> and then they chase after him to the scene of the accident and they whip open the car door. But Michael Myers is already gone. Um, but then we see that it's not actually Michael Myers or we're not sure because there's this like uh, sad looking chubby man who's bald on top. He has kind of the friar tuck hair. Oh, yeah, there's this plot, and like there's hiding this plot about this guy who escaped from the hospital, who is this man with like the um, riffraff style hair, and he's yes. like a convict who's escaped from the hospital, and so they're also like looking for him, and that becomes a weird plot. I think that um, 
my thinking is that so in past movies michael has used um like another inmate from the mental hospital or prison Mm -hmm. as like a decoy like put him in the mask and like used him as a decoy michael yeah i think this guy must have been in the previous movie Mm mm-hmm as like a decoy michael and mm-hmm. is now he he seems to be mute mm-hmm. and like he has some mental illnesses mm-hmm. yeah and so he might just be confused and scared but he vaguely looks kind of like michael with the uh-huh. hair i think so people keep thinking it's him throughout the movie but it's not him it's this it's hair. oh and <laughs> okay so now we get to our favorite characters yes it cuts to another, some other random people in another house. Um, Which is, this is Michael Myers' childhood home that we cut yes. to now. Yes, we learned that it is Michael Myers' childhood home, but it's been renovated by this couple who's living there now. So one of them. Incredible renovation, by the way. The interior design of this home is impeccable and they're so ballsy for painting everything green. I love it. Yeah, I really like it too. The set was really cool for this part. Yeah. Um, so one of them is just dancing to this like old 1950s Halloween song in his robe. And then the other one is dressed as a pirate and um, he's making a little charcuterie board. Of course. So the couple, they're both named John and the one with brown hair goes by is he Big, Big John. John? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And the one with and gray hair goes by Little, little John. Little John. It's ironic because little john is actually taller than big john yes which leads you to think that the little and big are about something else entirely but we'll leave that to <laughs> what I, was thinking too. I was thinking that was a kind of a hidden joke within that yeah, a hidden a hidden innuendo yes um so they're having their little charcuterie board and watching a movie then a little girl rings the doorbell and she's freaking out and she's like oh my god my friend she ate a candy bar from your house and she bit to a razor blade and blah 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 I don't think she's breathing so then um of course little John is freaking out and like goes up to the girl but the girl hops up like jumps up and they steal the bowl of candy mm-hmm. um so the kids were just tricking them so they could get all the candy and then big John and little John are like do you know who lived in this house? This is Michael Myers' house and he's going to come get your ass. And all the kids are like, ah, and they scare them away. But they go, Michael, Michael. And then the kids run away. So then we go back to the hospital with the teenage girl, a.k.a. Allison, a.k.a. Karen's daughter, a.k.a. Lori's granddaughter. And a cop is, like, asking her questions about, like, what happened that night and, like, how they set Michael on fire, supposedly killing him, but it didn't work. And Allison's like, I was told I could never talk about Michael because her grandma's Jamie Lee. And then the swaggy cop in the 10-gallon hat arrives to tell them that Michael Myers is still alive. And Karen is saying that they should stay at the hospital because they're like, he's going to come here next. He's going to come here for us. He wants to get Lori. Like, he's going to come here. And um, Lonnie, a.k.a. the Cameron's dad is his name. I don't remember his 
real name. Like, I don't remember Cameron's name so much as I remember his face and his hair. Yeah, same. But, I kept forgetting his name was Cameron. They don't say it a lot. No, it's really just like Lonnie's son. So Lonnie's son has a thing for Allison. And basically they're all like, we're going to go out and look for Michael. And they're like, no, you're not. Allison and Allison's like, I'm going anyway. And she goes into Jamie Lee's room and she gives her a knife. Yeah. While Jamie Lee is unconscious. She's like, I'm leaving this here for you just in case. Yeah, she just wraps a bloody ass knife in a cloth and like sets it next to her grandma's head. Yeah, her grandma's like, it's what like, cool, I'm going to go for Mike Myers now. <laughs> um, so, so the now, bar squad. Yes, everyone's son. So the bar group, Kyle, Marion, and the nurse and the doctor and then Lonnie, Cam, and Allison all, like, get in a group, and Tommy sort of, like, wrangles them together, and he's like, we're gonna hunt him down, and they, of course, split up, which, again, is a terrible idea, because Michael, like, cannot be killed, even by a group of, like, 10 or 20 firemen. I don't understand why they, I mean, I understand because of how humans fit into cars, you know, there's only so many seats (laughs) for humans to sit. I understand based off of the general arrangement of a vehicle. Yeah. But I don't understand in context of this movie, why they would drive around separately. Why did they not just have a convoy, you know, like one car in front of the other, have a fuck ton of weapons. Where are all the weapons? That's something that I really don't understand about this movie is like, it seems like they just keep breaking. Like they're like, let's split up. And it's like, it's been determined that like one on one, no one stands a chance. So why are y'all trying to like divvy up everything? Yeah. And they put, so they put Lindsay, Marion, Marion's who's old as fuck. I mean, she's like late sixties at least, maybe. But compared 70. to everybody else in this movie, she seems like the crypt keeper because everybody yeah. else is like relatively young. Yeah, and Lindsay's, you know, fifty, and then. Um... But she doesn't look a day over forty. <laughs> yeah, and then the <laughs> the young couple. I mean, they're they're in good shape. They're probably in their thirties, but they they aren't experienced with Michael. You know, they've never right. encountered him before, so they don't know what to expect. Whereas. Um, Tommy and Lonnie uh like Tommy's pretty like willing to actually you know fight Michael hand and fist Anthony Michael or yeah Anthony Michael Hall has a vendetta for sure like Tommy's really out to like so Tommy I think should have gone with this group yeah because they're basically defenseless The young yeah. couple doesn't know how to use a gun. The wife is like, I know how to use a gun. Give me that thing. But like, she doesn't actually, she's never really like fired a gun outside of like a gun range. And then Marion is useless and old and Lindsay is like capable, but obviously not much of a fighter. So they get to the park and they see a bunch of kids and Lindsay like runs out there and she's like, what are you doing? You stupid idiots. He's out here. He's going to get you. And then, of course, like, literally as they're doing that, she turns around and Michael is, like, standing right there behind the car. And so the, the kids, kids run. are also saying, when she first goes up to talk to them, they're like, oh, yeah, this stupid guy is trying to play hide-and-seek with us. What a fucker. He's just popping out of the woods. Yeah, and they're, like, and not concerned at all. <laughs> and she's like, you stupid assholes, run! Because <laughs> it's Michael. Yeah. But Michael, like, wasn't attacking them before. He was just messing with them first, I guess. 
I guess um, yeah, he loves the thrill of the chase that Michael Myers. So then Michael so, starts the kids mm-hmm. run off and he doesn't go after them. He usually doesn't kill young kids. He doesn't seem yeah to like he seems to kill like ages 14 and up. Yeah, I would say maybe even like 15. Yeah, you've got to reach puberty before Michael has an interest in choking you, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Um, so Michael starts punching holes through the roof of the car like a douche. He's just like punching through the roof. Of yeah, the car. which is like, what's the point? Yeah, what's the point other than I guess just to mess with them? But he grabs like Marion's hair and like pulls her up and it's from gross. the outside of the window. And yeah, she's and- trying to shoot at him, but of course she fires all of her bullets and yeah. then is defenseless. And then he stabs the shit out of her. Yeah. And then meanwhile, um, the couple, the husband is in the car trying to like help. Um, but he gets he gets got and uh Michael stabs him through the eye into yeah, his that brain. was a bad one. I hated that. But then yeah. the the woman, she has the gun, but she's not good at aiming at all. Right. Even though it's wasn't it a shotgun? No, it was like um rifle no it was like a big pistol but it was like a sig sour or something like it was like a real a real ass handgun mm. yeah i don't know like yeah. what's bigger than a pistol but like i feel like it, it was had a very slow load it had a very like slow load yeah it seemed like she was like struggling with it and um, it was really heavy apparently she was like yes. couldn't hold it up straight was part of the reason why she couldn't fucking shoot it right yeah, so she tries to shoot at him but misses. And I feel like she almost gets him, but he opens the car door and it's somehow the bullet ricochets and goes directly into her face. Head. Yeah. And then she did, y'all. Yeah. And then Lindsay is smart and she pops out of nowhere and she stole like one of the kids, like pillowcases that they were using for candy for trick-or-treating and she puts a bunch of bricks that were just like near the playground in it so she pops up and she whacks Michael with the bag of bricks but that's like a terrible plan because she gets one good swing in and then it's like too heavy for her to like get it up to swing again so she hits him with it once and then she kind of just like busts out in a sprint and she runs away and he stalks her into the wood every step she takes like the sting song he's the worst (laughs) mouth breather ever he really is the worst mouth breather that's what i hate about but so is like anybody who's hiding like suddenly all of a sudden they can only mouth breathe like i don't know if it's like a given when you're in fear but so like kyle because they've been running to me she's kyle richards but in this movie she's Lindsay. she hides there like by a creek or a river or whatever and she hides under like the overhang of like the roots of a tree like right on the thing and so she's like in the shadow like covering her mouth trying not to breathe and michael like pauses and lingers you know as if maybe he's going to hear her but he doesn't and he ends up walking over a bridge and like wandering on very slowly of course as he always does right because he doesn't this man never hurries but for some reason he can overtake and kill everyone who's running from him He's like the queen. He never, he, he's fashionably late. Right. He is <laughs> he never, never late. Everyone else anywhere. is simply early. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else is Dame Julie Andrews. Um, so now Lindsay is just hiding there. Seems to be safe as far as we know. 
and we go back to the hospital where Lori wakes up um, and Karen is there as she wakes up and they notice that Allison is missing. Um, so then we go to Allison and she's with um, Lonnie and Cameron in the car and they pull up to Tommy's car because uh, they're kind of driving behind each other. Mm-hmm. And Tommy notices that Marion, etc., they're just gone from the car. Like the car is destroyed pretty much. It's all ripped up, but there are no people there. So they go to the playground next to the car and they see that the young couple are dead and they're on that spinning playground thing. What's that thing called? Um, I don't know, but they've got pumpkins on their head. Yeah, but they're dead and they've got pumpkins on their head. And then Marion is hanging from yeah. the swing set, also with a mask on of some kind. And then they find Lindsay, who's like cowering in the woods. And she's like, he was here. He was here. It was him. Um, so then back to the hospital again. The cuts right. in the scenes are back, so forth, fast. Back, forth, yeah, back, back forth. and forth. And ba- yeah, over and over again. I wish they would have just shown us all the hospital shit. And then right. all this shit around town and not cut back and forth so many times. So Lori is, of course, still at the hospital, but she goes to see Frank Hawkins, Officer Hawkins, who from, if you recall, from the beginning of the film. He was, was the one dying on the train tracks yes. when Cameron, a.k.a. Lonnie's son, found him. Yes. So these two have a thing just forever, like a flirty banter, if you mm-hmm. would. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, "You're so crazy," and she's like, "She's like, oh, fuck, fuck you. you," and they're, and they're like, like in, in love, love or something. something. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie's like, "I got him, Frank. I got him. I killed Michael." And she sounds like a huge idiot because she doesn't know that he's still alive because Karen hasn't had the balls to tell her yet that yeah. he's still out there <laughs> and that their horrible plan to kill him didn't work. So. Frank Hawkins is like, well, it's about time. And then the cowboy hat cop, aka the sheriff or whoever the fuck he is, is like trying to gain control of the hospital. But Tommy basically like incites a riot in there and like gives a huge speech, like rousing everybody up to be like, this isn't a matter for the cops. The cops have failed us. They've never been able to kill Michael. Evil dies tonight and we're going to kill it. And everybody's like, and um, Tommy tells Jamie Lee that he's going to go kill Michael for her. And Jamie's like, I'm coming with you. And she literally like rips all of the cords that she has on her, like her IV, her like chest monitors, like all this shit or whatever. She just rips them out. And then she stumbles over to Frank Hawkins bed where the nurse was just giving him morphine. (laughs) And she just grabs a vial and stabs herself in like the ass with morphine which I'm 99% sure is not how that works yeah she stabs herself in the ass and Karen is like what is that what are you doing and she's like Jamie Lee's like let me take his head as I take his like let him take my head as I take his and Karen's like oh my fucking god will you just lay down for the love of god like why is this psycho like just lay the fuck down you just shot yourself in the ass with morphine like it doesn't even work like that lady like what are you doing oh so then we go back to big john and little john our favorite couple uh they're back at the myers home where they live 
they're eating honey for some reason in like a really sexual way yeah because they're gay I guess they were like that's what they do yeah and and because they're gay they have charcuterie boards (laughs) yeah this is like all Danny McBride knows about being gay he's like they eat charcuterie boards and honey is fancy and they listen to records and wear robes (laughs) yeah so they hear knocking on the door and they think it's like the kids just being little shits again so they're like here we go and so um John the one in the robe which is big John um he grabs a golf club and he goes out to the front porch and he's like you little shits I'm gonna get you and then little John aka the pirate costume John sees a bloody handprint by the back door and he's like oh what and he's like someone's in the house and then they're like, oh, fuck. And Big John takes off his robe. <laughs> and so he's just wearing like a wife beater and boxers. And they both go to the kitchen. And one of them picks up like a big knife. And then the other one picks up the charcuterie knife. And the one goes, I've got this knife. And then he grabs the other knife and he goes, I've got this knife. <laughs> and so they're like, okay, we're going to wander around the house um, and find who the fuck is in here, which is a terrible idea. I don't know why whenever Michael enters yeah. someone's house, they always lock the door. They, yeah, they lock, lock themselves into the house with the person, which to me, I would lock the person in my house and then call the cops. <laughs> like I would have um, locked myself in there with them. What I would do is grab my car keys, zoom on out of there. Or if my car keys weren't readily available, just run. Right. Yeah. To the nearest police station, maybe, perhaps, instead of staying in the house and trying yeah. to find him. Right. So they, like, one of them kind of, like, wanders around the main floor, and then one of them goes upstairs, and one of them, Little John, scares himself just a little bit in yeah. the mirror, like, as he's looking around, he's, like, so sus, and then he sees something moving out of the corner of his eye, and he jumps, but it's just himself in the mirror. He's just, like, slowly walking with his little charcuterie knife, and he catches a glimpse of himself in the mirror for one second, unexpectedly, and he goes, <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> and he's back to searching. It was so good. I really loved these two. I loved these two. I know I was so sad that they Michael. Like, so Michael stabs Big John in the armpit, which yeah, is why the armpit. Apparently, there's a huge vein in there because in the second movie, somebody gets stabbed oh. in the armpit too, and I think that's like a thing. So he stabs him in the armpit, and then he goes for his eyeballs and like does the thing where you put the thumbs oh. in the eyeballs and you push in, but he just like keeps going and then like some brain comes out a little bit yeah it was real nasty it was fucked up and so then little john like runs is like running upstairs surreptitiously and um he's like michael you've come home and then michael like basically turns around and kills him because all we hear is him going no yeah we don't see that one I'm glad they spared us that one yeah I didn't want to see little John die he was like the heart of the family we needed a little break uh from after the eyeballs yeah we did um so now we're back at the hospital and I even wrote this in my notes I said I'm really annoyed with the hospital scenes it's too much and it's all a crazy mob right now and yeah, the, it's just like ongoing chaos. Yeah. And the escaped inmate who they think is Michael is now at the hospital because he was calling for help. 
right he's like trying to get back inside the hospital and he's like help help me please but there's so much chaos happening inside that like no one is paying attention to him and when they do start paying attention to him they all think that he's michael and they freak the fuck out and they start trying to chase him yeah so um then jamie lee aka Lori, is still talking to hawkins and um hawkins confesses that back on that fateful night in 1978 when the cops had michael surrounded Mm -hmm. uh dr loomis was going to kill michael um but then hawkins kind of stopped him because he didn't know he was just like don't shoot this right he's just a kid like he's a person like follow the justice system right like he's gotta have his course he's like we can't just kill somebody like right here unprovoked even though they are guilty of murder um so then karen tries to save the the escaped inmate or uh mental patient ill man yeah he he was in the psych ward with michael at some point yeah michael was then using him as a decoy right Um, so karen realizes that it's not yeah karen realizes it's not him Mm -hmm. um and she's trying to protect him so she stands in front of the doors yeah, so she traps runs- him into like a hallway where she yeah. can lock the doors at both sides. So she like puts him in this hallway and then she locks both sides of doors and she stands like in front of the door and is like, it's not Michael, it's not Michael, it's not Michael. But of course, no one's listening because yeah, no one listens. Tommy incited a riot. And so everybody is just like losing their fucking minds. And so they're like slowly breaking into the doors like fucking animals. And so then the inmate guy breaks the window like in the hallway and then literally just like fucking jumps yeah and it's like super graphic like this i feel like is very like gore porn like they show his body like on the ground like from the jump like all broken up and like fucked up and all of the people like standing nearby like finally get a reality check yeah the people who are still up on that like fifth floor or whatever he jumped from are cheering but then the people down on the ground are like uh right and they're like what has he done to us and there's some i don't know if it's at this point but at some point at the hospital there's a reflection of like michael made us the monsters right we're all living in fear and metaphor yeah um hawkins like goes into some speech about like yeah this part michael and like how michael is one thing he says he's like the boy the soul or like spirit of a boy the mind of an animal and like the heart of and the physicality of like a grown man or something or like a monster um and then we cut back to alice and lonnie and cameron and they think they know where michael is and then at the hospital, Karen is like, what the fuck, Tommy? You're an idiot for like inciting a riot. And now somebody who was totally innocent died. But she's like, whatever, let's just go fucking kill Michael. Because honestly, I'm so over this. Um, so then Lonnie's group with the two teenagers approached the Myers home because they figured that Michael would return He'll their home. Yeah. And so... Um, for some reason Lonnie's like okay kids you gotta wait in the car like I'm gonna go in by myself why did you bring them they're not safer in the car Michael punches through 
the roof, roof. of cars. As we've seen. Yeah, but he's like, <laughs> y'all, y'all are old enough to come with me to hunt this guy down and be in harm's way, but you're not old enough to help me defeat him. Yeah, you have to wait in the car and just let him kill you there. You can't come into the house with me to get right, and get killed. Absolutely not. So the kids are like, fuck that. We're not gonna <laughs> what? So they yeah. they kind of sit there for a minute. Lonnie goes in and they are obviously gonna follow after him. Right. You know. So, but they hear a gunshot like pretty, pretty quickly, like a minute later as they're kind of preparing to already go inside. So then they run in um, and they, these two do have guns, Mm -hmm. but when they get inside, everything's suddenly quiet. They don't see Lonnie, even though Lonnie's quiet. It's too quiet. So Allison opens a closet and shoots the head. Of a can. Yeah. It's just they like think a it's a person in the closet, but it's a jack-o'-lantern. Yeah. And then after she shoots, Which, wait, the lantern, why is there a jack-o'-lantern? <laughs> why is there a jack-o'-lantern? I said lantern. Why is there a jack-o'-lantern in the closet? I think Michael put it there to like trick them and scare them. Because remember when the gays were <laughs> looking earlier for Michael, they opened that closet and they were like, something's in here. And nothing was in there. So I thought this time, like, they put the jack-o'-lantern in the closet as, like, a jump scare again with the same closet. Like, to be like, there's someone in here. And I then think it that's an ode to the first movie. I remember he kills someone and puts them in the closet. Okay. With the jack-o'-lantern on their head. I think so. So maybe, I feel like there's a lot of little, like, tie-ins they make a lot of little nods to other horror movies yeah. and to the halloween movies throughout so i think that was something like that but i didn't quite get it yeah. but there's a record playing um in the den room which is one of the bedrooms that the the couple has kind of converted to like a little den yeah um, so they follow the sound of the music and allison opens the door to find the johns big john and little are both dead and Michael has like set the scenes so that it's like a romantic sort of like tableau where they're like one of them is sitting up and then the other one is like laying their head in their lap and they have like a cigarette I think a lit cigarette in like one of their hands and they're like sitting there like lovers like listening to the music or whatever which I will say like of all of the ways that he killed people and like positioned them and stuff at least he gave Big and Little John like something kind of like soulful yeah it was you know it was like fucked up but it was also kind of like sweet in a weird twisted way yeah it was really sad and just yeah it was very sad yeah um but so allison goes in there and finds them while cameron goes to like look for his dad and as he's like walking through the house he looks he like steps in blood or he looks down and blood is like dripping on the floor and he looks up and he sees Lonnie dead as frick. And he got squished by the door. Like, you know how stairs go down from the attic. And then there's like a door that like swings back up. He like is kerflopped in the door and he's all dead. Mm. And then Michael appears out of nowhere and stabs Cameron and then he stabs or no he pushes Allison down the stairs and Allison like breaks her leg big bad 
So Allison breaks her leg at the bottom of the stairs and um, Michael stabs Cameron and then breaks his arm yeah. and like steps on his arm mm-hmm. and it goes like this is one of the worst like and most gratuitous killings in the movie I think this one, uh, this one and the eyeballs really messed with me yeah this like one quality just goes on for so long so like as like sort of like Allison is like come and get me motherfucker and like whatever she's trying to sort distract of like Michael yeah she's trying to like distract Michael and like get him to come get her and sort of like as she is like trying to taunt him to come get her he is like grotesquely killing Cameron and after he breaks his arm he like breaks through the stair like railing like the guardrail at the top yeah, at the top of the landing stabs him onto like the broken rail and then he smashes his head through all the other rails and then kind of like stabs his body onto like each one as he's going down it is so fucking insane and then he finally gets like he's like okay i'm done killing him and starts to like walk down the stairs he does that one final neck Uh uh-huh he like takes one step back to like get back to him and he snaps his neck like for sure for sure just to like fucking destroy allison yeah and, and she, this whole time she's struggling, but she's trying to make it stop. But she knows right. she can't get up the stairs because her, right, her leg like, is so broken. Yeah. And it's one of those breaks. You just know it's a like compound fracture with the oh, yeah. stone is just like totally yeah. sticking out of her. Oh, just nasty. But then so Michael gets down there now. And he's coming for Allison and. He goes to stab her, but she's kind of holding the knife back. You know, that thing where it's like uh-huh. the struggle where you're trying to push right, the, knife pull the knife away from getting. Yeah, killed. as he's pushing it towards you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as that's happening, like a slight struggle, the door busts open of the house and Karen has a big ass pitchfork and she just like pitchfork <laughs> pitchforks him in the back. Like Which just- was so fucking awesome no explanation of where she got a pitchfork because this town is not rural and i think it was metaphorical because i mean like right like get your angry mom yeah yeah they were they all had like torches and pitchforks and it was just like badass as fuck yeah so like he falls and she picks up his mask and he somehow gets up and karen's like you want your mask then come get it and he chases after her, but it's not actually chasing because it's Michael. So he fucking walks and <laughs> she, power, he mall walks like he's in the mall trying to get mm-hmm. some good cardio, but yeah. he doesn't want to, he can't do any high impact. He doesn't want to break a sweat. His knees are fragile. Yeah. <laughs> he can't do any high impact activity. No aerobics he mall walk Like that one, remember that guy at the mall who was always like the mall walking guy and he would wear his tracksuit and walk yes. around. Yeah, that's Michael. That is Michael, but in a less stylish tracksuit. Yeah, and like a a mechanics jumpsuit from 1982. Yeah, so Karen runs with the mask, and of course Michael follows her, 
And then she like drops the mask in the middle of the street and Michael goes to pick it up. And as he picks it up, a bunch of headlights turn on and he's surrounded plot twist by everyone. And Karen has a really like satisfying moment where she's like, gotcha, bitch. And then everybody in the town, like Tommy and just like everybody who was basically a crazy um, riding crowd earlier takes turns like beating the shit out of Michael, which was super satisfying to watch. Yeah, it was. But of course, completely unrealistic that he like would even need to be killed in such a fashion in the first place, because he is a human at the end of the day, regardless of what they say, where he's quote unquote inhuman. They never explain that. So we have no reason to assume that he is anything but human. I think he has taken power from they sort of allude that he's taken power from fear. Yeah. And if someone like isn't that afraid of him. Mm-hmm. he loses some power yeah which uh, is mostly like psychological yeah but then I'm like how does that relate to his physicality though right that's what I don't get so he Michael have that like of- disorder where he doesn't feel pain you know how people have yeah. that they can't comprehend or like they can't sense but pain. then his body would still die right <laughs> his exactly. organs would still fail uh so Michael's kind of reaching for the knife it's like just out of his reach and he's like they're on the ground because everyone's been fucking stabbing him and beating him with clubs and whatever whatnot and whatnot um karen grabs the knife like very slowly with a flourish grabs it it. and it goes yes of course it goes (laughs) a million times and then she stabs him like between the shoulder blades one it's final like a time. good old like you you are really dead stick a knife in him he's done <laughs> he's done she already stuck the uh the pitchfork in him <laughs> yeah <laughs> now it's a knife a knife yeah. and a fork he's ready yeah, he's ready <laughs> i'm ready now it's thanksgiving no just kidding it's yeah. that time don't make me sing anyway so back cut back to the hospital where jamie is talking about okay what we were literally just talking about where she's saying that michael uses beerus's power and she says you can't defeat it with brute force so of course as she's saying this like voiceover he gets up and he starts fighting the mob back and he kills them all yeah and he kills them all which again like impossible he kills tommy he kills them all like a killing of like 20 or 30 people once more after he's been shot and like killed and like the snot kicked out of him for like 20 minutes like even bruce lee can't take on a crowd of 30 no i mean maybe eight guys but not like 30 even uma thurman can't take on a crowd of 30 (laughs) maybe like eight guys (laughs) And if Michael were a video game character, so you know how they have different levels like stamina, eight points. Right, like yeah. Intelligence, three. You know, his yeah. stamina is like two. Stamina. <laughs> like, yeah. And yeah. his like skill, his fighting skill is like one. I don't know <laughs> how he, actually his fighting skill is weirdly like a 10, but his stamina right. is like a two. It was like a zero, right. He and can't run, intelli- he only walks. And his intelligence is not very high either. So I don't know no, how. He- but he is. He has the element of surprise he uses very well. Yeah. Somehow he, he's very good Which at Which is interesting because he's, yeah, like he's very good at popping up out of nowhere. But for somebody <laughs> who's just like walking to and fro, it would be surprising he can pop up out of somewhere different that fast. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. It doesn't make any sense. 
So then there's some moralizing from Jamie Lee as he's like killing everybody. She's like, it's the essence of evil. It's the anger that divides us. And that's what keeps Michael strong. And so Michael kills Tommy. And then Karen is like oblivious to what's happening outside because the area that she like ran to to trap Michael is like a two minute walk away or whatever from like the Myers house where she and Allison were sort of like recouping from their experience or whatever with the hospital people and shit. And like, so there's paramedics there. There's the fire department, the cops. This is very unexplained. What happens next? Doesn't make sense. Karen goes upstairs. He gets into the house. In the window where his sister stood when she was killed at age six. And Karen goes upstairs. Okay, sorry. I get confused. Anyway, Karen goes upstairs and she's looking out the window and she's like, we finally got him. He's finally dead. And then she hears a shping and she turns around and Michael goes, yeah, 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 and stabs her to death. Why can't we keep Judy alive? I'm so pissed that they killed Judy at the end of this one. I was really upset by that too. And they killed off like pretty much all of the other survivors except for Lindsay, who they don't even give much of a like she doesn't get to be involved in that much of the action in the next film no she's like there but it's like she's there doesn't as really a, have very many lines even like she's no, there, she's there she has like two lines she's just there as like a supporting friend she's not they don't give her much of action do. at all yeah. her bangs look amazing though <laughs> yeah there we go her very her bangs her bangs well, look amazing it would have been nice if they had i think they should have kept at least Tommy or Lonnie, like one of them. Honestly, I think that they killed Judy because she was like, why am I even in this movie? <laughs> like Judy Greer has better things to do than be in these movies, in my opinion. She's a national treasure. She I was know, in like, I don't know, she was filming like Kidding around that time. Like that show is really good. That's like worth more to me yeah. for Judy Greer. It might have been a filming like schedule thing. It could have yeah. been a filming schedule thing where they didn't want to pay for her anymore her, yeah so she's, she's um, on that again. show reboot right now which is really good by the way if you haven't seen it. oh okay Very yeah funny. but they could have kept anthony michael hall he can't cost that much right money. why did he have to die like he was such a big plot point in this movie yeah and he was a a good character because it is a very he had the um, rage i like that this this is a uh it's a female dominated film franchise really Past. yeah because michael is kind of like not he's a character but he's not like he's not sexualized in any yeah, way and he doesn't speak so it really is like jamie lee is the main right. character which i like about right. the franchise yeah um, Agreed. That she is like the big big and it's like a family story like it's like her and then yeah. it becomes about her family but i do think that it would have been nice to have another i mean we have frank hawkins but he's like the crypt keeper he's like yeah, he's old as old. hell he's old so as i hell. like that we have him still he's still alive but it would have been nice to have it would have been a nice addition to have tommy or lonnie um or cameron why they have to kill poor cameron i know yeah that would have been nice too i guess that was him. like to dig at allison but like their relationship was not even really like a central thing like no they tried they to just, like they tried to make it a thing but like it wasn't really like 
a plot point. It gave point. us the vibe that they just kind of had like a, oh, we're cute teens dating, but it wasn't super deep. I don't know. Right. Like, I didn't get the feeling that they fucked. <laughs> nice. Like, they were dating, but they never, like, like maybe a hand, but like, like first base. Yeah. Like, maybe like hand stuff, but like, that's it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like, hand stuff. And he was like, is this where it is? Like, <laughs> I don't know if I've ever told you this, but like, one time. So, <laughs> you remember. You know Ben, right? Ben, I will not say his name, but it starts with an L and it rhymes. Yeah. yeah. So I have this old friend from high school whose name is Ben, and he's one of the fucking funniest people I've ever known in this world. And one time we were watching The Notebook together, and that part where they have the scene where they have sex, like, and they like move all over the house and then they end up in the bed. Yeah. We were watching that, and he goes, Is it in? <laughs> So now whenever I see like a sex scene or something like that in a movie or TV, I always wait for the right moment to go, is it in? <laughs> That's hilarious. And now Mikey and I do it together because it's so funny. <laughs> Did I ever tell you there was this one story in college, uh, someone I knew was like hooking up with a guy and the guy just kept saying, is it big though? <laughs> You've never told me that. <laughs> over it I was like is it big though is it big though you're like bruh if you have to ask the answer is no (laughs) you need if you have to ask the answer is no you needed the affirmation if it was big she would be saying wow it's so big (laughs) like you wouldn't have to be begging for her to be like is it big though? Is, is it big, big though? though? But but is it big though? Like on a scale of one to ten compared to the others you've seen, is it big? So blink twice if it's big though. Blink twice if it's big though. <laughs> blink three times if it's not. I always like thought <laughs> this is like I don't understand anything about like. <laughs> what it is to be a male in the world but like I would think that y'all know what each other's dicks look like because you're pissing next to each other all the time and like no, the dick it doesn't have to come all the way out but like it's there look I've been I mean, told yeah, that of course there unspoken is, code like, that you do not look down like ne- you don't look down into the left or down into the right you can look right, like at down. eye level you have to be yeah. like at eye level or like just at your own you can't yeah. like swivel your head and if you do you're like really weird and like <laughs> and but don't you think when you're a kid like when you're a kid and you're first learning yeah. and like everything I mean, I like when you're you would kid, go in like, there and probably be like whoa big one little one this one's skinny that one's fat like I would yeah. feel like at first before you learned the code you would get a look at enough peepees to be like mine's like little. this but then you're little, so it's going to be little. Like, it's not, it's prepubescent at that point. How, how long does a peepee grow? Like, <laughs> <laughs> not like in inches. I mean, like in years, like, I mean, at what point does your peepee be like, that's it? Maxed I'm pretty out. 
Is it like, <laughs> is it like with, uh, have you ever heard that your nose and your ears never officially stop growing? Is that like yeah. what it is for the D? Right. Is that what it's like for the D? I would think <laughs> it would be sort of like, um, it's kind of like how they say when you're a baby and when you're old, you are like in the same phase of life. Like, I feel like when you're a baby, when you're old, your pee pee is tiny. But when you're in the prime of life, it's going from like small I... to big to big to small. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it hits a peak and then it declines again. How did we get on this? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I mean, know. I don't know, but I do think that there's a thing people say, like, have you ever heard the phrase dad dick? <laughs> no. It's dad like, dick. Yeah, it's like that, like once you're you become a father, yeah. Have like a big dick. <laughs> like like it's like, reason, like I made something and now I need to make more. Yeah, I guess. Like once you're like middle-aged it's just like randomly bigger than when you were younger. I don't know. I feel like when you're middle-aged, it does like, it becomes a hog. <laughs> like, hey, I feel like, okay, look, follow me here. Definition of that partaking in this. John Ham. Like, it's yeah. just like a meaty, okay. beefy peen. And that is like dad dick, I think. <laughs> like, it's just hanging there. It's not like, oh, wow, that's hot. It's like, that is just like a big old piece of meat <laughs> in your pants. <laughs> Cause like those pics of John Ham, like it's not like hot. Like it's not like, ooh, no, let weird. me get that dick. It's like, oh, how do you walk around with that? Like just clanking against your leg. <laughs> he also doesn't wear underwear. So that's part of the problem. Yeah. Part of the problem. I don't know, man. Do you think Michael Myers wears underwear? I was thinking, I was, that's going to be where I went was like, do you think that there is any like penis envy or like there's a pee pee problem involved in his like psyche to kill people? Like, probably. Maybe he has a really little one or maybe like <laughs> he's a hermaph. And so he's like feeling emasculated. Is that, is that an okay term? <laughs> I've so, never used, no. I've never had to abbreviate the word hermaphrodite before. So I apologize if that was not an appropriate thing to say. I think because that is something that people experience. I knew someone who like was born, yeah. um, not like fully um, with both parts, but like enough um, male like traits that their labes were like super dangly, like balls. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing at that person. I'm laughing at Helen's face <laughs> because she was speechless. <laughs> the woman was too stunned to speak. I, was like, I don't know how to respond to that. I mean, usually I think at birth, when you are born with both, male and female they try to make a decision yeah they make a decision like which way you're leaning (laughs) yeah I Uh, think they made a decision for her but she like it was a situation where like she had surgery as an adult to like just clean things up aesthetically so like she felt more comfortable like wearing bathing suits and like stuff like that because 
it yeah. was just like something that she was very like insecure about that someone oh. would notice like yeah that's it more that's bothered her so like it just made her feel more comfortable when she was able to like not worry about right. things hanging places they weren't supposed to be hanging but Freud baby I don't know the Freud of it all for Mike Myers maybe a lot more he had uh... something like wrong with him sexually or he was abused as a child you know yeah we didn't really they don't really like get into all that there's like lore but i don't remember a lot of the lord of lore i feel like it does have something to do with his childhood or his mom or something a neglectful parent or yeah i feel like his dad left maybe yeah or like abusive dad something like that probably abusive mom abusive dad abused mom or he was just some people are just i don't know weird yeah some people just come onto the earth for real yeah for real yeah unfortunately that is a reality especially because healthcare, like proactive mental health care doesn't really exist in this country or anywhere question mark i don't know can't speak for everything it's only a thing once you commit a crime yeah (laughs) once you once you kill someone they're like oh like oh are you are you criminally insane although i will say so like I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but I feel like it's apropos of Mike, Michael Myers, kind of. Once upon a time, I went to LA. One of the times that I went to LA before I like moved there when I was still only in college, um, two friends and I went down to a beach in Malibu and we ate a bunch of like pot brownies on the way there. So when we walked down the cliff from the parking lot down to the beach and a guy popped out of the bushes and was yanking his ween at us, we were very terrified and scared and confused. And we were like, go away, you creep. Nobody wants you here. You perv, get out of here, you asshole. And we didn't call anyone because we were like, what do you do when you see someone like jerking off at you in public? Like, do you call the police? Or like, we were like, no one's going to come. So we didn't do anything. And then we were down there for a while and we like watched the sunset or whatever. And some cops came by and they were like, hey, did y'all see some dude over here jacking off on the cliff and we were like yes we did and we thought we should call the cops but we didn't know what to do and they were like anytime you see anything that anytime is like that an unexpected ween call the police because he was like it starts out like they start yeah. out just like yeah, testing the boundaries that. and like doing like little stuff like jerking off in public or like yeah and you know, then they start to like commit that. assaults yeah right because then they're like looking for a bigger thrill so they were like it can escalate from like being a creepy like oh you're just being weird and creepy and like in public making people uncomfortable to like a rape assault like kidnapping you know like mm-hmm. spiral yeah. from there it's very disturbing though so it's kind of like one wonders like what started with Michael Myers and obviously it's like fictional so we don't know for sure but it's like the same as like with real serial killers like Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever like he started killing animals when he was a child Mm -hmm. and then like things escalated from there yeah so there has to be something wrong with Michael Myers oh yeah there's definitely a lot wrong with him I feel like there probably is some hints at child only Loomis knows yeah, only Dr. Loomis knows, and he's dead. He dead, y'all. Maybe Busta Rhymes knows. Maybe. We should call him and ask. <laughs> we should. Can you bust those rhymes? <laughs> Is it big, though? 
<laughs> is it big though? Is it big though? <laughs> is it big though? No, it's a pencil dick. <laughs> I don't even, yeah, I don't know what. Like, I don't care. I don't know you well enough to fluff your ego, sir. Yeah, no, I don't know it's what one responds to, to that. You're just I like, saw, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I saw a tweet that was like something like, um, like my boyfriend always wants to go to sleep after we have sex. And he was like, I'm sorry, babe. I just get tired after I orgasm. And the girl was like, yeah, I do too. LOL. Joke being that he never makes her come. So <laughs> that made me laugh. I was like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> just funny. like that. Ha 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 ha. I didn't get it at first. <laughs> I know. Uh, you kind of like, it was one of those when you read it, you like get it after you have a second to like yeah. think about it. But when you like hear it. Yeah. You're like, hold on. Wait, what? And then you have to be like, oh, it's funny. Oh, it's funny. Oh, I thought you were about to like spill some tea or something there oh you. no I was like I was acting I was delivering the line a different way it got me it was good <laughs> good job fifty thousand dollars later for an acting degree that I don't use every once in a while I trick someone into thinking that I'm about to say a sentence when I'm really just saying nothing and your reactions to I do this too and I think I got it from you mm-hmm. but people make fun of me for it or they think it's the funniest thing ever I'm very easily startled and when I oh, am I'm startled, terrified I'm like oh, I do a really <laughs> dramatic gasp <laughs> or when yeah. someone says something sad I'm like oh <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like oh my god oh <laughs> like I I'm extremely like easily your reaction is so frightened like, immediate and I just I'm like I don't I don't mean to do it. I'm not being yeah like my gasp is very like I'm terrified you're like it is genuine and pure <laughs> I am very easily scared and anytime that anyone appears somewhere where I was not expecting a person to be I yeah. typically scream or I jump yeah, I, and then I I'm like <laughs> anytime I see a mouse or any uh creature that I don't expect to be there yeah my phobia is that it's unexpected yeah if I'm expecting right. to see a mouse like if it's someone's pet right I'm not, not a big deal but, but if, if I'm not where, anticipating yeah it's where it's not supposed to be it really right. freaks me out it's the yeah. element of surprise like yeah. Michael Myers that really Agreed. freaks me out yeah I do not like the element of surprise I'm also the most paranoid person ever. Like I'm walking anytime I'm in a parking garage, even if it's like 9 a.m. and I'm at the doctor's office. Like someone is going to snatch me. I have my keys in my hand. Like, like yeah. uh, what's a little in Sonic? There's the one um, Knuckles. I believe it's called Knuckles. Yeah. You're like, I am Knuckles. I have my bitch. keys in my grip like that. And it's yeah. 9 a.m. I need to get some um, like pepper gel. Yeah, I'm afraid of the pepper spray spray because my eyes are so sensitive. It's going to come back and blind me forever. Yeah, the pepper gel is much better, I hear, because it it doesn't like spray in the wind. It just like shoots out more. Yeah, like it squirts more like direct. (laughs) Okay, wait, hold on. Just while we're on the topic, we've been talking about sex, we've been talking about squirting and things. Did you know that they did a study (laughs) that officially confirmed that when women squirt, it's just pee? Yes, which makes me happy because I hate the I, the concept, the whole concept. <laughs> I think it's the funny concept. because it I think it's me. funny that like 
people are like, I'm gonna make you squirt. And it's like, yeah, okay, I know. you want me to just piss on you? That's fine. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I think it's so funny. Like, oh, so you want to get pissed on? That's cool. Yeah. But yeah, that made I'm gonna make you come so hard to piss. You <laughs> <laughs> gross. Yeah, weird, but funny. It is funny. The human body is a mystery. <laughs> we saw a lot of the human body in this movie, and I think that's why it went down this road. Yeah, this road. Yeah, we did see a lot of the human body. Oh, I know how we got here. So we were talking about how, like, they never fucked Allison and Cameron for sure. Oh, yeah, probably not. I mean, they're also, like, 16 in this, so it's not like they need to. I thought it was implied that they were, like, at least out of college or, like, in college. Oh, really? Maybe. I don't know. No, I think I thought in this one they were, like, she was, like, a teenager. Mm, And then in the one that happens next, she's a little older. Isn't it four? Is it four years later? Three or four, I think. Yeah. So maybe she was like 18 or 19 in the first one. And then she's like 23 or something in the second yeah. one. But people can have sex whenever they want. There's not a right age or a right time. Yeah. I just think the you should be at, like at least uh, matured somewhat. Right. Like a late in your late teens or something. And not like yeah. 12. Well, no matter what, you <laughs> want to be safe and you want to be with somebody that you feel like you can actually trust and have like a, a sacred experience. At least the first time. So you're not like, ah, I'm traumatized forever. Yeah, but I'm just saying if they were 16 in that one, then like it's okay that they weren't. Having yeah, <laughs> I would say it's good on, good on Halloween kills for not portraying high schoolers pounding it out. Because there's enough shows that do that. and it's weird too in teen shows because it's always like 25 to 35 year olds playing yeah 16 year olds and you're like this feels problematic like 90210 oh my god such a good bad show yeah i loved that show both like the old one and the like 2010 one the 2010 one was so good it was so bad all right what would you rate this oof this one the ratings are hard this one i didn't there were parts of it that i enjoyed little tidbits Mm -hmm. but i felt like the next one is better Mm -hmm. so i would rate this one maybe like a a six out of ten I was going to say six because it did have me screaming and like reacting to the TV the whole time. Yes, it did keep me entertained. But it was very bad and it wasn't so bad. It was entertaining the whole time. Yeah. And I think the the issue was that how jumpy it was. Yeah. Like the back and forth between the hospital like timeline and. Yeah, that was I really was sick of that. was really sick of seeing that hospital. And because there was no development in the hospital, like it was just the pandemonium, like every shot. So it was really exhausting because nothing ever happened. It was just people like inciting a riot and chaos. Yeah. And it was was far removed. It was far removed from the actual shit that was happening with Michael. Right. Yeah, like Jamie Lee was just there and that was like it. Yeah. She never got to face off with Michael in this one, but don't worry. She does in the next one. She back. Which 13 Halloween movies is a very good marketing idea. But you know they're going to end up making more. Not like now, but like in 20 years. Yeah. Like Halloween, the new Halloween. 
Yeah, when we're like 40, there's going to be more Dade. There's going to be like an origin one about like the child. Yeah. Or something. H- H2O. H2O. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I gave it a six. It wasn't. You were uh, merman. There you go. It wasn't so good that I <laughs> loved it and it wasn't so bad that I hated it. Yeah, it was eh. Eh. Well, find out what we rate the 13th and final Halloween film on the next episode of The Worst Thing I Ever Watched, where we'll be talking about Halloween ends. It ends tonight. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. And it did not, but y'all died, you stupid motherfuckers. <laughs> All of the survivors died except for three. Except for Kyle, Jamie Lee, Allison. Oh, four. Hawkins. <laughs> well, we'll see who dies next time. Tune in to watch. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Happy Halloween. Helen hates it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you.